What is up, Golden Hour Ghouls? It is Molly and Brittany back this week for another episode. This week we did California and Hawaii. Um, so for my story this week, um, I did a house in Honolulu called Kamuki. Um, it's located on the corner of 8th and Harding on a foundation of two beds of lava rock. It's known as the most haunted house in the entire state. Just jumping right into it. Hawaii! <laughs> Kabuki. I'm like, if you live in Hawaii, go check it out. Like, well, Yeah. <laughs> if you live in Hawaii, also send us plane tickets. <laughs> um, the house itself looks relatively normal, but the story behind it is anything but. Many families and couples have lived in or vacationed at the Kamuki house throughout the years, only to leave due to terrifying and dangerous occurrences. The original tale tells of a young couple who moved into the home and their neighbors who, upon hearing loud bangs and crashes, suspected domestic violence and called the police. When the police arrived, the couple claimed that they were being attacked by a force they couldn't see. Dun, dun, dun. Um, in 1942, police officers were called to the house by a woman who kept repeating, she's trying to kill my children. Um, that's terrifying. <laughs> Upon entering the house, the officers could do nothing but, um, watch in horror as the three children were levitated, slapped, and hurled across the room by an invisible force. Um, the incident was even featured at the local newspaper. Supposedly a young boy at 10 years old detected an odor of ghost in the home enraging this entity what a ghost smell like like <laughs> it smells like ghost in here well i think that they do say like, that like rotten when, yeah it smells yeah. rotten yeah or like um when it's like a familiar ghost i believe it's like you smell like something warm like cookies or something you know like like if my grandma were to come and visit me i would smell like her spaghetti you know what I mean? I like would love your grandma up. to visit us so we could smell <laughs> spaghetti. Just saying. But this in, um, resulted in a vicious attack against the sisters, 18 and 20 years old, and the law enforcement officials. Um, this went on for about an hour and a half until the family was able to leave and relocate to the mom's sister's house. Ooh. Could you imagine just being attacked by a ghost for like an hour and a half and then it just being, being like, I'm done. All right, go so home. So you can leave. Like, Jesus. what? That, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not... I'm sure he didn't stop so they could leave, but, like... I feel like he just got tired of having fun and was just kind of like, all right, whatever. Like, he used all the energy he could. Like, I gotta I gotta save up for the next time you guys come back, and they just <laughs> didn't come back. Um, I would be terrified to step back into that house. Me too. I'd I would like, burn it down. Else, somebody else. I'm hiring a, a moving crew. I'd burn I'll that shit down pee. to the ground. <laughs> Bye-bye, house. Um, 30 years later, two young girls were reportedly attacked by an invisible force in the house. They immediately went to their car to leave and wanted the police to escort them to a different location, but the spirit followed them. They left the property pulling over in a parking lot minutes later, where a police officer said, um, the girl in the passenger seat seemed to be fighting something off that could not be seen, and it was strangling her, or it seemed to be strangling her. Like, she was scratching at her throat, like, no... Um, he then ran to the car trying to help her, and he stated a big calloused hand that couldn't possibly belong to the girl grabbed his wrist and twisted it. Um, at that point, he called for backup, and when they arrived, um, 
they put, moved them to the police car and the car completely died like it would not turn on again. Um, so they relocated them back to their car um, and the police car started again. So they began to drive um, when the door to the girl's vehicle ripped off, throwing the girl that was under attack into the street. Like it was almost like the spirit, this ent- entity just checked her. did not want her to leave the house. Like he was trying to pull her back or something. Ooh. At least that's what I got out of it. Or killer. Um, he wanted her corpse. He wanted her body. Uh, the creature said to reside in the house is a kasha. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> a man-eating <laughs> ghost from Japanese folklore. Other interpretations of this monster include a ghoul who lives around crematoriums and feeds on the dead. Um, a cat-like demon from the sky who steals away bodies and there are other cases where the kasha is depicted as an oni carrying the damned in a cart to hell. Oh, how lovely. <laughs> However, all versions have one thing in common. It's insatiable hunger for blood and corpses. And the stories surrounding its haunting of the Kamuki house have been extensively documented. So I did choose a few of my favorite because they did come with newspaper articles and even law enforcement was involved and claimed that they had seen these things with their own eyes. I found that to be really interesting. I agree. Um, But the original house was torn down during the summer of 2016 and is currently in construction um, for a new property or for a new house. Um, Yeah, from 2016. Yeah. Okay. Just saying either that's one big ass house or something's going on at the construction site, too, because like... (gasps) 2016, 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. That's seven years. Yeah. Seven years of a construction site. What if it's still there and it's like <clears throat> messing with the construction workers and trying to get them to not build it because... Right. Like, clearly it can leave. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, it, it followed the girls. You know? It might just really like the area. It's on, like, molten lava rock and... I'm sure that, like, rocks and crystals, I know a lot of people believe they have energy. Mm-hmm. It could be true. What if that... It created a yeah, certain energy. Like a little vortex or something. Dang. I mean, if you think about it, like, lava... Has a lot Is of a destructive energy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, well, it depends on how you look at it. Some people think that it, you know, it does create land and stuff. So, like, it's good. But it also destroys... So yeah, maybe it you can't take that energy. You can't grow sunflower plants in <laughs> lava. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> but we're also, we're going to post, like, articles and clips so you guys can, like, see them, too. Yes, I have so, I have the newspaper articles right in front of me. Um, I'm probably going to upload those to the Golden Hour podcast Twitter. Um, maybe Instagram as well. Huh. Hmm. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, who knows? Who knows? Just follow us everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty. So that was a really interesting case. I really did not expect Hawaii to have such a dark, you know, story. I thought it was going to be a little hard to um, find something like that there. But, um, yeah, I'm happy I did. And it makes sense. It's really interesting. Yeah. You never know. Like, 
I'm so glad that we're doing this series because you genuinely don't know what is in your backyard. Right. Like, the most scary, horrible shit could be living on your doorstep and you never know. And so, it's really interesting to me. Also, really quick, it's not like a paid sponsorship, guys, but I did find this website to where, to help you guys find some stories, just go to housecreep.com and type in your location and it'll pull up, like true crime cases that were in your area and i thought that was really cool to mention absolutely all righty so i did california and of course i chose the cecil hotel i have had this weird connection to the cecil i wouldn't even call it a connection it's more like an obsession i've watched so many documentaries (laughs) it's ridiculous but so let's get started let's die What the heck? Did your Alexa just go off? Um, I apologize. I don't know what's happening. Our our Alexa is tweaking right now. Um, what the heck? It's even red, guys. Unwell. <laughs> okay, that just happened. Please resume. <laughs> like I was saying... I have a very big interest in this hotel, so let's just get started. <laughs> um, anyways, the Cecil Hotel was built in 1924 and finally opened its doors in 1927. There is a death count, and you can look it up on Wikipedia, really anything. It's at 16 recorded deaths. That does not include deaths that happened outside of the property right in front of the doors. So, it was built by a William Banks Hanner, Charles L. Dix, and Robert Shops. The location is in California on Skid Row in L.A. Now, Skid Row is where a lot of the home- homeless population live, lots of crime, gangs, lots of issues in that area. So, the hotel's just not in a good place or energy all around, and it never was. Even when it was built back in the day, that was a high crime area. Right. Now, here are a few popular cases in it. It's not all of them, because like I said, there are 16. There was the Night Stalker who lived there, Richard Ramirez, who was a serial killer. If you don't know who that is, are you really interested in true crime? So, Richard Ramirez was actually active during the time that he lived there, and tenants would claim that they would witness him going out to the garbage and discarding his bloodied clothes and then walking back up to his room where he stayed naked that terrifies me and that's disgusting do you think people just like literally saw that and were like just another day probably i mean it's in a high crime area they were probably just like okay whatever he's not my business (laughs) yeah like i'm gonna stay out of it i don't want my blood to be on the clothes he's discarding oh my god Ugh. like that's something you have to worry about if you stay there why do people go right Ugh. anyways another case is Unterbaker, who is a copycat of the Night Stalker, and he killed three people while staying at that hotel. He didn't kill them in the hotel that, that we know of. <laughs> that we know of. Oh my god. But he was active during that time. He was obsessed with Richard Ramirez. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting How do we know to me. Because I did a lot of research on uh Richard Ramirez and they both stayed at the hotel. He stayed there because he knew that he had stayed there. Mm-hmm. So, if you just look up Unterbaker, he is 
really a fascinating serial killer. Copycat killers usually don't do as well, and he got a pretty good amount of kills for, like, the couple of years he was active. Not keeping score or anything. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then the next two are the Black Dahlia. Black Dahlia is one of those cases that nobody will ever forget, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. They've made movies about it. It's huge. And on the days leading up to and on the day of her murder, she was seen at the Cecil Hotel having a drink at the bar Mm -hmm. and just talking with people. I think that's chilling. Right. Because her body was found mutilated. Right. Near the hotel. Oh, God. So, that's interesting. And now, the one that is my absolute obsession, that sounds really wrong, like, I just, I don't know, I think this case really... We love really, the research. Yeah. <laughs> um, Elisa Lamb. It's a very recent case. It happened in 2013. And she's honestly one of the reasons the Cecil Hotel shut down for a bit. Mm-hmm. And it's just insane to me. So basically, Elisa Lamb is a Canadian who came to the States, stayed at the stay on Maine, which was their rebrand because mm-hmm. there's so much crime they're like we need to rebrand it right didn't work obviously now stay on Maine is stained as well <laughs> um <laughs> so she stayed at the hotel while she was there she was there for i think like a week maybe a little bit long well obviously a little bit longer she never made it back home but um that was really rude of me sorry it's true though it's fine (laughs) anyways so she was staying there for a while making friends trying to really understand who she was as a person she did have some mental health issues she was bipolar she was on medications and she had she she also had a blog like she was blogging the whole time she was there and so when she stopped blogging and her checkout date came and they couldn't find her like she hadn't checked out people got worried people got very worried And it wasn't until two weeks later, after even reviewing footage of her still being in the hotel, they never saw her leave the hotel. They just saw really odd footage of her in the elevator. Right. Tenants started complaining. They were like, okay, the water pressure is, like, really light. Something's off with the water. Mm -hmm. People who were drinking the water were also saying, like, the water tastes really funny. Like, something's not right about it. So the maintenance man went up to the water tanks to check it. And they found her body floating naked. And her clothes were still floating in the tank as well. What? Yeah. I did not know that. Yep. She was naked, but her clothes were in there with her. What the heck? And for two weeks, they searched for her. And she was there the whole time. That is heartbreaking. And that, like, I wouldn't be able to move on. Right. Knowing that nobody knew where I was or my body was. But I was there the whole time. Like, that's just, it's heartbreaking to me. Mm-hmm. Well, one really interesting fact about this case is that the elevator footage they found, a lot of Reddit users pointed out that that footage is seemingly her playing the elevator game. Because she went between lots of different floors and they all added up. Right. In the elevator game, you start at the lobby and then you go from the fourth second sixth back to the second the tenth and then to the fifth and on the fifth floor and keep in mind you don't exit the elevator during this mm-hmm. once you hit the fifth floor a lady might enter but you're not supposed to look at her or acknowledge her and i believe in the footage on the fifth floor you can see a person's foot on the outside of the elevator yeah um, i remember seeing that footage and so that added <laughs> up and then from the fifth you hit the first floor 
Now, if it goes up to the 10th floor, you get out and you've won the game. And you're basically in a whole new dimension. Mm -hmm. But if it goes down to the first, you've lost and you just try again another day and you have to leave the premises. Right. Hers went to the 10th floor. Mm -hmm. And she was seen exiting the elevator and And they never never found her again. So my personal theory, I'm sure a lot of other people have this theory, is that she won the game, but in really in reality, it was just something manipulating. Mm-hmm. And she made her way, for God knows why, to the water tanks, climbed the fire escape to get there. Right. And climbed in. But the thing is, is that that door to the water tanks weighs so much. And she was a small girl. Like, she was little. Right. So how would she have been able to do that? Something took her there. 100%. And I feel like once she came to, she couldn't get the door open. So she started shedding her clothes to save energy, save time, and she just couldn't make it. Hmm. So who knows how long she was genuinely alive for in that water tank before she passed away. Yeah. Yeah. And then let's get to the paranormal occurrences because it's, it's a loaded, loaded place. A lot of people who go there have, like, light flickering issues. Goldie, who was a murder victim at the hotel, is known to, like, tidy up for people. Mm-hmm. And then what I found really interesting is there's always water issues now. Like, the water will turn on by itself or the water pressure will be kind of funky. And I think it's really interesting and possibly maybe Elisa's trying to... Give somebody a sign or something. Yeah, like, be like, hey, I'm here Somebody help me. Please solve this. Yeah, help me. This isn't... I didn't do this. I didn't kill myself. Because that's what they're trying to say. That's what they did say about her case, was that it was an accidental death. Mm -hmm. And that she did it to herself because she was mentally ill. That still doesn't explain how she got that big-ass door open. I know. And that's what a lot of people are saying. Like, how would she get it open? They think another person was involved, but... From the elevator footage and what they have, the only explanation they could have was that she must have done it herself. Something's involved, all right. Oh, yeah. It makes (laughs) me want to just go there and figure it out because she's got to be restless. Right. But, yeah, that is the Cecil Hotel. And there's still some really crazy stuff going on. There's lots of recent clips. People who live near the location will take videos of ambulances and fire trucks being outside there pretty much all the time. It's a very high crime area, which makes it pretty easy to guess why it's haunted. You know, negative energy outside and inside of the building, that building is doomed. It's not going to get better, you know. You can't just walk in with a happy attitude and think everything's going to be fine and dandy there because it's just one of those locations that people go to die. Yeah, There are so many people that go to that hotel to kill themselves. It's like you go to the hotel and something just takes over. 100%. Somebody went to stay there recently. I don't remember the exact year. It was right before they shut down. Mm -hmm. And they're back open, by the way, guys. Right before they shut down, a guy went there, jumped from the 10th floor to his death. Good Lord. It's heartbreaking. So that hotel is really fascinating to me. And I think there's a lot more going on than just true crime. Right. I agree. But, yeah. There's definitely something there. It's insane. It's insane. And exciting. Oh, 100%. I still want to (laughs) go. I still want to go. I don't know if I would stay the night. No, I wouldn't. (laughs) I I would not. I feel like there's roaches. check it out. And I wouldn't drink the water. 
No, definitely not. No. I don't think I... No, I, I would get a bottle of Fiji water or something. Mm-hmm. I ain't doing that. Bring your own... B-Y-O-W. <laughs> Bring your own water. <laughs> I'd be brushing my teeth with my own water. <laughs> Anyways, I really hope you guys enjoyed the episode this week. It was... I know I did. I did, too. It was pretty dark. Yeah, it was, it was. But every episode that we do is just dark. And, that's and just, different. It, yeah. For once, we didn't do the same thing yes for once we're getting it guys we got this but i hope everyone has a great week we hope you stay golden Mm -hmm. stay golden oh man (laughs) i hate myself for saying that it's okay i just said it on twitter a couple hours ago anyways it's out there now it's out there now stay golden Stay golden. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Have a great week, guys. Bye. Bye. Love you.